0: I kind of want to talk in the space with you where we're like, yeah, it is a little bit of everything. Um, hmm. And I don't know, is that is that okay? <laughs> because you, yeah, absolutely, like, dude. I've built my <laughs> brand, and I'm I'm actually yeah, no. this, you know.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Look, I've um, yeah, yeah, I, I get now. But a lot of people say, you know, we're, we're trying to put a, put a, put, a thing, put a finger on what you do. And, and I've got really good friends here. Like, we're just. Confused. We're just trying to figure out like what's your lane. I said, but that's your problem. Mm. I don't think you actually understand that there's the you know that that the old way of doing things was staying in your lane. Where actually, no. If this is a ten-lane highway, why should I be in lane one and two?
0: John, thank you for joining me on the podcast, brother. I'm just going to kind of state it out there for everyone that. I met you at like a uh, a bit of a get together. There's this whole thing where we meet people and then what do you do with that? And for me, it's like, let's catch up and chat more because I try and trust this feeling of, I want to chat more. So yes. I thank you, bro. And I was um, kind of quickly researching you last night because I should do it weeks before, right? But it's like quickly last night you do a Google <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I want to chat. You're like your real deal. You know, you got some political stuff and all of this other stuff. And I'm like, Oh gosh. So my first question, bro, apart from yep. hello, welcome to the show is like, what the heck? Where, where, where are you from? <laughs>
1: Well, I think the the yeah, well. Thanks for having me, uh, and, and I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, well, it's it's will it's the real deal. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, 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 and the same. But uh, I guess the, the short story: I was born in Samoa. Yeah. Um, my parents came here to chase the New Zealand dream, yeah. and you know we, we arrived here probably after I was six months old. So I don't know what didn't know much about Samoa. I'd grew up here like every other young Kiwi running around without choosing pies and and uh you know wheat bix dry wheat bix without any shoes on but um in 1989 uh you know we made the move to the us chase the the ui stream so that's the kind of the short version and then i came back for a quick visit in 2003 yeah you know uh, a bit kind of overwhelmed by how much has changed because you just as a kid you're repeating the same memories from the 80s and then you get back and go oh whoa there's like motorways and Everyone's built on top of each other and, oh man, they got cell phones, you know, They just it kind of wrapped up in things in the U S and, um, about 10 years ago, you know, I, I came back here to kind of resettle and, uh, you know, things are a bit muddy in the U S at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and even back then. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good move since.
0: Wow. And, um, when you went to the U S was it like full immersion? Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is lately I've had this feeling that, you know, so my mum immigrated from the Cook Islands and I think her role she thought was to prepare me to be a Kiwi you know she mm-hmm. had such a traumatic experience going to school and she didn't know her English name and all of these things that she thought no yeah. no no ne- that won't happen for my son you know something like that yeah when yeah. you went to America was it like you were full American or was there a nice link to culture how did that play out
1: yeah I think when, when we went uh, over you know we were still settling in. Um, you know, having grown up here in, uh, in New Zealand, still trying to, you know, figure out what that was. Mm. And then overnight, you're sent to a different country. Uh, in my mind, I thought we were visiting. I uh, didn't kind of actually realize, like, I was like, when are we going back home? When are we going back to Mangeti? <laughs> so I didn't realize, actually, no, uh, you start school next week. So um, it, it was really, really a massive culture shock. I'm not sure if my parents really understood how to kind of integrate us because, you know, we, we arrived in Los Angeles where the official language there, you know, or unofficial language there is Spanish. And, you know, contrary to what we used to watch on television,
0: yeah,
1: you know, hardly anyone really kind of spoke English as fluently as we expected. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that the full immersion, you know, was, uh, I think, uh, recognized really early as necessary, uh, because if not, you know, we weren't going to be able to play with the local kids.
0: I guess I wonder if you've contemplated this, has has that kind of throw in the deep end served you? You know, did you, is mm. that what we talk about with resilience? I mean, these things aren't so mm. obvious because it's, here's my guess, is that it's maybe closely tied with kind of traumatic stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah, not absolutely. too traumatic. But uh, have you kind of reflected on that, just that the idea of you're able to swim because you had to?
1: Yeah, I did. definitely had to swim because we had to. But you know, I, I think the trauma of growing up there, the the consequence of that has always been, uh, am I good enough? And but who am I? Am I good enough to to be in this environment? So you know, we grew up, you know, with with, with three real extremes. You got you know, you got the ninety nine percent you know Balangie neighborhood that we had to go to school and, and grow up in. Um, and then you'd return home to the 99% Hispanic neighborhood where everyone speaks Spanish. Hmm. Uh, you know, no one knows what a Samoan is. You know, when I tell people I was from New Zealand, they thought it was near New Jersey. I asked <laughs> if New Jersey was near to who. They're like, is that a who like in Crenshaw? You know what I mean? It's just because because it's such a large place in general, America, Los Angeles, it's such a large place, you just kind of you kind of don't know. So I was this strange anomaly. Um, and I had to, you know, really kind of decide for myself. I've got to quickly figure out how to be them. Uh, and as a consequence, I had to park who I was, you know, I was Samoan, no one knew who, what, what that was, uh, from New Zealand. Nobody knew what that was. Um, and I had this weird, funny, uh, you know, New Zealand accent that just people weren't grabbing onto. So, you know, I had to quickly learn how to, you know, speak slang and, and whatnot, but you know, I'm a big country Western fan and and grew up around that space. So I've got this weird twang, so it throws everyone off as, I, as I've grown up in, 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 and I've just dive deeper into country, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do find that that trauma as a kid, you know, immediately you go into survival mode. But, you know, as a consequence, um, I had to park who I, who I am as an individual. So here I am 10 years uh, in New Zealand still um, trying to reintegrate myself, reintroduce myself uh, and become comfortable with actually I'm, I'm someone I am a New Zealander. Yes. Living in the, in, in the great U S was a, you know, was a good part of my life, but, is is that who you know or or, or or i mean is that who i am or mm-hmm. or you know it's just in, in this part of my life and so yeah so i do find identity crisis to be a a, a huge thing every now and then when i'm sitting with my own thoughts contemplating
0: look, oh dude it's so it's look I, I it's maybe the wrong term but it's fun to chat like this because what yeah. i kind of sense john and look we didn't all have to go through exactly what you went through i'm sure it was terrible at times just trying to work out mm. why can't i be just like you know the story of superman you know i got these yeah. magical powers but really i've just got a big s on me that makes me different to everybody else and yes, that's right. and and i'm sure you've been able to leverage it too right like just the idea mm-hmm. of being able to rip yourself third person and get to yep. that top view i think that's one of the the yep. uh secret gifts that uh Um, maybe was given to our generations you know that you can dip in and Mm -hmm. out and and it's not so obvious what to do with uh, that power if you like in a world where you've got to state exactly what percentage you are and uh, I don't know I kind of grapple with that I'm like I'm me and um, I'm I thought we were all a little bit of everything and yep. if it kind of gets a bit strange for me. If someone says you got to round it down to the nearest, you know, and I'm like, Oof. uh well, yeah. So I, I hope it's just a recalibration of the world, realizing that hmm. we all are, you know, by default, probably more mixed than we think we are. And, yep. and that um, this, this identity, I, and I guess John, it left me thinking, well, What are the similarities, you know, which is where I arrived at things like a podcast, because it's awesome that we can just chat and it doesn't matter what culture Mm -hmm. people are. um, You realize pretty quickly if we're not both trying to keep each other afloat in the chat, it's going to get awkward really fast. And those (laughs) are the similarities that I try to focus on. But I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, brother? Because even that realization it doesn't kind of help you pay a mortgage or you it's not obvious how it does. So yep. uh, yeah. And, yep. and with your, um, you know, move back and, and I guess, have you, does that kind of identity or trying to see where you are? Does that follow into the work you do? Because I know yep. that is for me, it's hard to say what I am professionally, even though, like I must've rewritten my bio 300 times, you know, right. and sometimes it's like a chill will, and then you've got hardcore professional content will, mm. and then there's a merging and it just, I don't know, how does that work for you?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, going through that in my entire lifetime, I think that's manifested through um, the, the out, outside looking in. Um, feeling I always had, you know, not quite American, but I'm an American now, not quite Hispanic, but I speak Spanish really well, Mm. you know what I mean, and um, then even from my own cultural standpoint, you know, Samoan, born in Samoa, but not really, so just from the outside looking in, so I've basically taken that position and used that as a professional skill set, so, you know, in my own work, is that, you know, the consultant, you know, being that guy from the outside, and even from the inside, you know, you're still kind of the outside looking in you know, and kind of just, I kind of got, I, was, uh, I was just I was telling somebody the other day that, they said, oh, look, we, we see that you're, um, you, you lean towards the Republican Party. I said, yeah. They said, well, what was that journey like? I said, "Look, all the other kids were, you know, over here on the side. And I just thought, oh, look at all those white kids over there getting teased. Well, why are they being teased? And it's because they were Republicans. So I wouldn't hang out with them. And I thought, oh, right, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, I've grown up in that kind of, uh, that right-leaning uh, political space. But I was always kind of, though I became entrenched in it, and climb the ladder in that space. I was always kind of seen as an outsider anyway. So, you know, and so, and so my work in that political space is always, you know, you know, though an insider still from the outside looking in, and it's been a great benefit to, to all of them, uh, you know, as I consult them through the space, you know, how do you, how, how do you talk to people on that side of the aisle? How do you, how, you, how do you get your message across the, a particular segment in a particular group and, and in business, it's, it, it's been the same way as well using it so yeah though i've um i mean i suppose that's the one thing that's come out of my uh, childhood and that kind of traumatic lifestyle and you know 10 years ago when i arrived back home i arrived like most americans ta-da i'm here somebody take me on because i'm cool and everyone (laughs) kind of going who are you (laughs) like can you step back for a minute and tone that down and i was just like but i'm me i'm back i'm a new zealander they're like no mate you need to (laughs) just like chill so you know had to go on this weird journey but you know, again, back in the same place where I'm back on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, I feel I'm, I'm I'm confident to be back on the inside, but now being pushed back on the outside. And so that, that served me well, though, though traumatic, you know, climbing the ladder and, and resettling back in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has served me well with, with my own, you know, business space and community space and, and uh, you know, and work and everything else I do, providing the outside uh, perspective, looking in and being able to have that conversation on the inside at the same time as well.
0: All right. I'll tell you one interesting thing for me, John, is we're talking about things that people normally complain about. Yet I feel very hopeful in this chat because I get the sense yep. that, ah, that's the person I want to talk to who's been who hasn't had the carpet laid out, you know, because hmm. like the immune system, it needs to be um ch- tested. And it's yep. I guess the maybe we go to a little break and when we come back, it'd be awesome just to let's dabble into, you know, what is that line? Uh, yeah. Is it is it obvious? Are we so adaptable yep. that um, we can survive, but we can't thrive, and all of those types of yep. things? So, yeah. as the cool. plane flies over me, we'll go to a break. Stay with us, folks. John is back awesome. with us in just a sec. John, welcome back, man. Uh, wow, we went we went pretty hard, pretty quickly, and that's how I roll on the podcast. You know, it's like. <laughs> That's the goal is to go as deep as you can, as fast as you can. And I think when we don't, we get stuck in this other realm. Eh? it's I kind of Absolutely. think about it like, you know, when you don't introduce yourself to somebody and after two weeks, It's a snowball. You can't, like, I've done that with my neighbors. They, we, we moved into this new place around uh, December and everyone went away for Christmas. So I missed the chance to, you know, wander over and, hi, I'm Will. And, you know, I'm big and scary looking, but I'm actually really nice. And so now it's just like these awkward hellos from, you know, and, and probably, that's the challenge right how do you kind of break that cycle um and and anyway so there's some there's some random points of this but we can we can move on from there we were kind of talking about before the break john um what's uh too much what's not enough how do you prepare yourself do you really have a shot in this or is it a it's probably a mixture of all if you're thinking about you know let's say john 2.0 and there uh, you, you know another in a multi-universe, you're being prepared for uh, life again. Do you change things or do you commit to this kind of um, a voyage?
1: I would think, I'm not sure if I would change anything, but I, I definitely think the, you know, as I go through or went through those parts of my journey uh, in, in the, in the multiverse somewhere, I would hope that that, that 2.0, 2.5 uh, guy seizes on those opportunities more aggressively.
0: Right, you know, so can you just break that down for us? Yeah, so um,
1: recently, so uh, you know, I look, I look at my uh, journey coming back as uh, in the Psalm One space, <clears throat> and so there was a organization that uh, Samoan Business Network, you know, where Psalm One business people and professionals get together. Now they've been around for about eight years. You know, I first decided, well, I'm going to go and hang out because in my mind, I thought business people, mainstream, you know, uh, I won't be judged as harshly. Yeah. And then going into that space. You know, really overwhelmed seeing some of these, you know, Samoan business titans in that space going, wow. And then how comfortable everyone is conversing in Samoan mm-hmm. and then sharing like memories, you know, and uh, listening to those guys, whether there's memories from Samoa or memories from here in New Zealand, where they all work the, sh- the they work the factory floor, mm-hmm. you know, or they all kind of, you know, most of them know how to drive forklift. I mean, that wasn't my experience in life. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things, I, I couldn't really kind of bond and share in those things. So I became quite timid. Yeah. And I kind of became a bit withdrawn. And then over that period, I just really kind of withdrawn. I thought, well, actually I'm not good enough. Even though they were really open to listening to my story and things, I probably pulled back quite a bit because I just thought, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, it should be here, or if I'm appropriate to be in this space. So, uh, you know, I backed away, and then five years later, you know, I had I saw the opportunity to to engage in the space, but I was more confident in, in, in my in myself as well to to get back in there. And so, you know, fortunate enough, I got appointed to the board, and then became the chair of the board. And throughout my uh, you know short tenure so far, a lot of people said, "Man, where have you been? <laughs> Why did you go away?" And, you know, what have you been up to? You really kind of going, yeah, we remember you. And then you just kind of left. What happened? <laughs> and I would just, and now I'm comfortable enough to tell them. They're going, oh, like I was just really intimidated, you know? And wow. they just, and being able to hear from them going, oh, so there was no reason for you to have felt that way. But if, if it's anything we did, you know, we apologize. And I said, no, no, it's not you. It's, it's me. Yeah. I, I'm out telling people that they need to seize on opportunities and be aggressive, yet not taking the advice myself. Because I, yes. I compartmentalize that as a professional piece of advice on a not advice that's applicable in my own personal life and yes, which I should have so you know I, I look back and and they reflect on the multiple opportunities um, growing up at diasporic in the United States even you know just growing up with Hispanic people and Palangi people mm-hmm. versus in our own communities in Los Angeles. You know, I shied away from them because I thought, well, they're clustered together like the villages. They've grown together. They speak the language. They go to mass together. That's not me. I, mm. You know, I'm. You know, and I'm You know, I mean, I'm. I'm somewhere else on the other side. Am I good enough? Yes. You know, you know versus and my parents, like any other parents, I'm sure. You know, um, you have that experience too with your kids when the other kids are around. Go go play with those kids. <laughs> Go play with just that simple advice that you get as, you know, as a child from your parents, go, go, go over there and introduce yourself. Mm. I wasn't that aggressive, um, in that space. And I just think to myself, you know, and I do reflect if, if I was bolder and, uh, and more committed to, you know, to really, um, seize on that opportunity, would I feel as, um, I guess, unfamiliar with, with my culture as I do you know now, or would I be more familiar, more comfortable Would I have accelerated the comfortableness that I have today back then and how much further I would have been? And I'm kind of going, oh, should have done it when I was younger.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. That's such an interesting point because there really is no answer unless you can time travel, right? Hmm. right? And it's almost like, yeah, but if you're the solar battery that has to first get enough energy you've and maybe that energy is a little bit through the angst if you like of you know i'm not yes. going to put up with this anymore because because who knows if you kind of came in and <clears throat> maybe we're a little bit more i don't know pushy or uh, yeah. wh- what do they call it what's the official what's the nice word for that um i've i used to get called it like, Well, you need to be more assertive that's it. sort yeah, and I, I never quite knew what that meant. Even though I know what hmm. it means, I don't know how to put that into kind of um, practice. Yeah. Sometimes it's getting easier as I'm getting older, but mm. uh, but he, it might have gone exactly the backfire, right? Who's this dude? He's right. just come back from the states, that's and right. he thinks he's you know everything, and because yep. I, I I presume that that may have happened, you know, uh, <laughs> and that it kind of had to just yeah. roll out like that. Mm. because yeah I I guess that's the tension that we're kind of that's maybe a bit of a theme of the podcast now right is that um exactly what to do with that and and again man I've kind of thought pretty deeply about that too that's where my kind of journey of the breathing comes in is that sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need that trigger to get away from where you're currently at and um I don't know have you kind of like dabbled in anything in terms of um Maybe that toolkit to, you know, you're in these um, fight or flight moments. How do you kind of get yourself out of that? Or is it just been a bit more of a fluid pathway?
1: I mean, it's it's been mostly fluid, but I think in my previous, you know, experiences in, in law enforcement and military training and things, mm-hmm. you know, you you, you pick up the you, those I guess skill sets to understand that this is a tense situation you need to mm. you need to react and, and the the gut instinct is the one to trust so move yeah. move quickly mm. and everything else will follow after that so yeah I've pretty much kind of you know done that where you know again in in some spaces where I feel uncomfortable like oh, I'm not sure if I should go talk to that that, that individual because they're you know they're they're a government official from Samoa, mm-hmm. and then someone tapped me on the shoulder going you know they speak English correct <laughs> I'm like oh Oh, right. What am I, you know, and just so go over there. And then you know, you get that shove. And you know, and the instantly I'm just kind of panicking, going, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And I just take out my hand and go, good morning. And then they realize, oh, okay, an English speaking someone. Good morning. Yeah. And <laughs> just being able to kind of go, Oh, okay, right. I'm I'm okay. So in in those instances where I've had to been pushed even now, I've you know become, you know, just kind of going, right, the flight or the, the, the fight or flight instinct is the, you know, and in, in the responses to engage. And uh, I've had I've been pushed a few times now to go right now, just engaged. And so, again, now you know over in the last few years now, you know when I'm when I'm in in that space where I normally would have just been like, oh, panic, 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 uh, you know, you're you're not time enough or you're, you're you're not New Zealand enough. I just kind of step forward and you know, and go, hey, good morning. And usually the response is good morning, and it just puts me back at ease, going, yeah, hey, what was I thinking? You know, just panicking for no reason, you know, and that, that tension, all, all that anxiety for no reason. Just relax, just take a breath.
0: Yeah, man, it's awesome. I uh, look. I, I guess I'd call myself someone who's curious and you know likes to think deeply. Sometimes I think maybe I'm mm. too get too wrapped up in it. But in a world where there's kind of sometimes we're over logic at the moment, you know, it's all algorithm and. Of course, the whole thing is that there's this unknown part. I mean, most of us don't want to admit it because we're trying to carry the whole world on our shoulders. But I think Mm. to myself, guess what happens when you do that? You carry the whole world on your shoulders and good luck. That's right. You know, that's a a lonely journey. And I've been trying to kind of find my way through just like, well, if you're going to outsource a little bit of, I don't know, and, Mm. and, and, you know, and it gets a bit, tricky if you're, if you're maybe not raised in, let's say, a traditional um, spiritual way or something like that, what can you do? And I mean, I'm not mm. saying, I mean, that's my own journey. I'm just trying to work out, man, what 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 the heck? You know, it's a, it's a little bit mm. to what I was saying that my mom and dad raised me just that I would have what they maybe didn't. And I think they that's- thought that would be awesome, but I mm. don't know if they really thought through you know, like you're just raising a brat, really, you know, you're raising a, uh, someone who maybe just has, yeah, I I don't know, something in there. And I'm like, well, it's an interesting journey to learn this stuff. Now as a 40 year old, you know, what is the tension and stuff like that, the, the, the lines and, and exactly the same right down to the balance, how much to outsource to something and how much to in-house. and, I mean, I'm 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 stoked to be on that journey, but it is a weird one, you know. It's it's like there's no degree in it. You've it's just you, and you've got to suss it out. So I only tell you this because um, I I watched the film, and they had a Johnny Cash song in it, and it's the it's the John Denver song, "I Won't Back Down," right? And I was like, uh, there's the line in it, you know, "Stand me up to the gates of hell, and I won't back down," and I was like. Uh, i had done a podcast uh, last week with Richie Barnett and he does a lot of NLP. And so I floated yes. this past him because I said, what an awesome hack. If you could find a series of songs that have really awesome little mantras, but we just call them mm. lyrics. Uh, right. Is it effectively in my weird way of thinking, if you can line all these up, it's maybe like praying, you know where you're yeah. getting the best of science, the best of spirituality, um, mm. maybe not the best. maybe just an entry point as you guide your way through. Look, I'm babbling. What's your pathway in this man? Are you kind of like um, and I hope it's not too forward to ask, where do you where, where do you lean on and these these tougher um, making sense of everything?
1: Yeah, so I, I, um, I do spend uh, a bit of time kind of reflecting, you know, Bible reading. Grew, grew up Catholic. So, um, you know, and it's, and it's, I spent a lot of time with other people in, in other churches, Baptists and the things, and kind of figured out in my own kind of religi- religious, kind of uh, structured religious um, journey that, you know, yes. I prefer the, the Catholic Christian model cause it's quieter. Um, and because I've come from, you know, you know, 10 brothers and sisters and, you know, five of the kids and everything else. I know that you know life is very hectic, but for me, I realized in order for me to kind of move forward, reflect on things and be able to find, um, the next step, you know, not necessarily a, you know, where does the journey take me, but I just need to know what is the next step because, you know, trying to map out an entire journey, you know, it just could be just too overwhelming. So, for me to do that, it just requires quite a bit of silence, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and solace for me to do that. And then, mm. uh, and usually, quite often, I find that a lot of times that that solace tells me the next step is to talk to someone else. And, I, and I'm sitting myself like, no, I'm just trying to do this thing, you know, one step at a time with myself. And in, in end, usually my thoughts usually lead me back to actually, you're you're not enough, somebody else or some or somebody's need to be involved in this journey for this Mm. next step Mm. and that provides for me the 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 clear clarity um, that i need to in that pathway and then usually i find that by then we're all kind of sprinting you know jogging and sprinting together so and i I can't do that with i guess a lot lot of noise around me so yeah i Mm. tend to be that guy that switches off i mean chaos could be happening around me but i'll just sit in the corner while everybody's yelling and arguing things to kind of work it out in my head and then kind of tune back in and go right this is the next step moving forward everyone stop talking.
0: So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Hey, we'll go to a quick break. Um, cool. Look, I, I think we'll just carry on with this flow. If you're keen to stay with us, yeah. man, we'll just yeah, keep yeah, we'll just keep heading on. Okay, stay with us, everybody. John, back with us in just a sec. Gosh, I went on a bit of a ramble there. That's how. All good. That's how I'm like uh, trying to process. You know, like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I kind of don't have the balls to say it, but you know, we're just trying to like, obviously yep. um, there's the spiritual thing, but it's not so obvious because, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> uh, so John, you mentioned um, military and stuff before again, probably should have researched a bit more. Uh, what's ha, where does all these skills fit together? Cause I saw kind of tech, Mm. I saw uh, military yep. training. What is yep. that in there? That's floating your boat.
1: Uh well, you know, I think like most kids, everyone's attracted to being GI Joe or, or, or that kind of structure. I think what I've learned from you know, my know t- my time around the service and, and, and everything else is that, I guess when you move things forward, um, you know, for a specific purpose, mm. um, whether that's to make money or to do well for the family or whatnot, it requires structure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think in in my time and uh, you know with service and law enforcement in that space, uh, though they're very, I guess old, old old kind of ideas and concepts that the, the structure and how things kind of chain of command you know from from bottom up and 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 in uh, um, and, and in that space that it also requires and has space for innovation, and um, and I, I think that's that that's the, those that's me marrying those two worlds together, but that's all from the outside looking in again you know. Yeah that's um yeah throughout life people will say well so i'm only the six foot two and they become wrestlers or gangster rappers and whatever it is and i'm thinking mm, okay right but if i'm gonna go into the music space what kind of music would i do if i'm not a rapper then mm. and whatnot and how do i and, and how do i break through into that space so what structure do i need and then how do i move forward and, and try to excel in that space and you know I, and it's no different than, than here you know in new zealand as well is that you know, kind of like, well, what, you know, what what skill sets do I have? Um, where do I fit in this space? You know, as far as who I am, and, and is there anything to offer, you know, the world, and can I do that from a commercial sense? What's the structure that's required? And then, then of course, with with the age that we're in now, in twenty twenty one, you know, the, the best way to move things forward and to accelerate those things forward it, it is through technology. I yeah. mean, meeting with people that that you don't know that you need because you don't have the skill sets uh, that need to support you. You know, you used to be able to have to pick up, pick yourself up and either relocate to the other side of the world or fly them in. And there are all the challenges in that space where you just send someone an email which says, hey, bro, do you have half an hour? And by the way, I don't have any money, but can I get a quick consult session for you? And can we do it online? You know, and it's just, yeah, so it's worked really well. You know, yeah. all those experiences I've had in my life has just been around what structures required, you know. Uh, to move me or the product or whatever it is that I want to do forward or the goal to move forward. And um, generally in in the age we're in, technology is is a massive part of advancing that and moving it forward and just figuring out what tech to move into that space and whether it's zoom, you know, or my teams or Skype. So, or you know, whether it's TikTok. I don't know, but um, I usually, I usually find that it helps for me anyway to put a structure around things to kind of go, right. These are the bones and what, what, you know, and how do we put meat on these bones?
0: Yeah, it's interesting to chat in this space because I'm someone who, as their own skill set, has looked through the lens. You know, I've Mm. kind of made a career of recording real life to republish as real life, Mm -hmm. and and obviously it's a huge part of our world—TV and you know media and and all of that stuff. And I guess um, coming up through the broadcast uh, realm as well, one of the things that I thought was quite interesting was that it's played off as real life. But when you say, Mm. watch the news, for example, it's not like this. Like right now, yes, we're looking through the lenses and stuff, but I'm hearing you in my ear on TV. They hear a producer a director, you know, there's people, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get the sunspots off me and they've got lights that they can control. You know, they literally block the outside world out. And Mm -hmm. for us, we're on the outside. And I think that's a, it's an interesting thing when you look at it because it's not obvious until you say it. And once you say it, yes. like, dude, we're on a podcast and my camera's standing up on a ladder, you know, it's not a nice <laughs> tripod, um, but it's working. And uh, there's something in there. There's something in there that you're also mentioned as well, which is like, there's this kind of control and structure that, mm-hmm. you know, that you hinted at with the, the the military or, you know, that service side. And then there's this kind of freedom and this, uh yep. Maybe like the America's Cup, you know, you got these really intense boats, but it's the small tweaks eh, that will kind of make the difference. And, you know, again, I I can't help but think that um, just goes back to some type of equation for balance or the search Mm. for balance. Um, Mm. You know, part of the work I'm doing in the breathing spaces, it's really simple, actually, that your goal is to, only provide enough oxygen in and carbon dioxide out that your tissues can grab what it needs. And as soon as one of those things takes over a different state happens and it's like, so, you know, we all know fight or flight because we all talk about fight or flight, but do you know the opposite to fight or flight? Because a lot of people know fight or flight, like personally for you, do you know what the opposite, um, terminology is for fight or flight no and no one does and it's not like oh man why don't you know it i just think it's interesting we talk fight or flight but no one talks yep. about like the official term is rest and digest and right fight or flight like they're very uh whoever came up with those did them on purpose so i thought why would they hmm. what's rest and digest turns out when you rest your body can actually start uh, digesting properly and not just your food yes. but you know Kind of, you have this whole system, you know, of it cleans yeah. itself out right through the yeah. brain. All these, um, mm. and I was just like, whoa, when I sat back and I was like, you know, when you look at the yin yang symbols and ancient stuff, even through all mm. of the stories, they were just about trying to access balance. And yes, it's so counterintuitive because everything you've been talking about with the story of the states and everything. Mm. On a macro level, so um so not that. But I guess maybe yeah. what you're doing now is evening it out. Would that be fair yes. with like trying to have a bit more control, owning the moment, yeah. standing up saying I I can do that. And maybe over a lifetime, uh, that will be a 50-50 balance. But gosh, it's not obvious um in real time, is it, bro?
1: Well, like, yeah, I mean, and it's a small nuances that people notice, you know, when I talk to friends in the States. <laughs> Uh, you know, on my last visit there, the, the first observation for them was, Why are you walking so slow? <laughs> I'm like, what? You've been in New Zealand way too long. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? You know, and I thought to myself, Oh, that's right. I used to quick step just about everywhere. I mean, we, we you know, I to told myself, oh, I used to walk really quickly everywhere because it was like, We've got to go. We've got things I got to do. This and that, da, da, da. if I don't get there on time, yada, yada. And it just, but, you know, just, just living here, just that whole kind of it slowly emerged, uh, you know, immersed in myself in in New Zealand culture where we, you know, where we do, you know, people say, Oh, you're moving slow. I said, Oh, I'm just taking my time. I so what what's the rush? Like, you know, it's just what we've got to do, X, Y, Z, but it's not going anywhere, dude. Just mm. just chill out. You know, aside from, you know, I guess at ten thirty in the morning when they're like, Should we get coffee? And they're going, Should we get a drink? They're like, What? What <laughs> what are you doing? Like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> you drink way too much. I said, Oh well. I mean, I suppose, I don't know, if it's just part of, part of our culture where we just have a drink and, and figure out, should we do this? Should we do that before we actually make any moves? But I suppose my point is that I guess here in New Zealand. We figured out how to slow that, slow things down, not from a, a lazy standpoint and not just to be slower, but just intentionally just, you know, I guess what you, what you said, you know, rest and digest, just, just take a minute and digest what we're trying to f- figure out what we're trying to do. And and then we can move and you know, move things forward and, and where the outside global world, I think COVID-19 is kind of. You know, knee-capped everyone. Says you need to stop and relax a minute. And um, you know, 2020 was a hard year for everybody. But I think 2020, you know, you know, listening to Rest and Digest was probably that year of, of resting and digesting. Everyone needing to just stop and just really think about, you know, hey, do you really need to be working in an office in town, finding traffic, 90 minutes to drive a 20-minute, you know, trip journey, anxiety, all that other stuff, where. Oh, all of a sudden my boss is now is letting me work from home. Mm. Where before it was a resistance and it was just kind of like productivity shoots up, everybody's a bit happier, you know, quality of life just balances out. And, you know, it's interesting to see that uh people on the outside see that. You know, Oprah which was last year and, and a lot of American celebrities when they come here, they go, Oh, New Zealand, you know, work life balance, they've guys, these guys have figured it out. Where we, I think, m- might feel that we might be a bit too slow. So we're trying to catch up to everyone else. Yeah. But you know, I just think, man, we just need to just like you, you and that's probably a good phrase. Just rest and digest a bit. Mm.
0: Just chill out. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. And uh look, there's there's a whole um plethora of kind of sub conversations and maybe we'll just carry that on. We'll go to a quick break. John, when we come back, I'd love it, man, if uh you know, we could maybe spend that last segment just talking to those people watching or listening, you know, and, cool. and, and look, it's about uh sharing the knowledge and your skill sets. I mean, I love the idea that it all makes a good story, but there's insights you've taken away from being able to tell yourself now to get up and move forward, you know, towards that thing you're oh. a bit worried about. And maybe we we'll would spend, you know, a couple of minutes, just, I don't know, uh <laughs> maybe gently blowing on that, tinder flame for someone who's like i hear you i want to do it but i'm stuck in the corner so stay with us everyone john's back with us in just a sec all right brother um i don't know if it's directly relatable but we talked a little bit about I think it's, I'm saying that it's not directly relatable, John, because I don't know exactly what you do, but I don't need to, you know, like mm, I, I don't, mm. this isn't a podcast where you have to come on and pitch. Like people can find your LinkedIn. They can find yeah, exactly yeah, the yeah. consulting. I kind yeah. of want to talk in this space with you where we're like, yeah, it is a little bit of everything. Um, mm. And I don't know, is that, is that okay? <laughs> because you yeah, absolutely, like, dude, I've built my <laughs> brand and I'm, I'm actually yeah, no. this, you know? Oh yeah, no, no, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Look, I've, um, yet yeah,
1: yeah, I, I get now but a lot of people say you know we're, we're trying to put put a, a thing put a finger on what you do mm. and know I've got really good friends here I'm like we're just confused we're just trying to figure out like what's your lane and said, but that's your problem mm. i don't think you actually understand that there's the you know that that the old way of doing things was staying in your lane where actually no if this is a 10 lane highway why should i be in lane one and two mm. I should be able to drive right across that, that, that motorway and, and and choose or or get off of it and do something else. Mm. So, I like, I,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, I like that there's like four motor lanes in New Zealand and that would be not even considered a motorway in the States, probably, or a highway. No. Um, but if we had to be constricted to the New Zealand, and if we did zone in a little bit on the interests that you follow um, for, for your kind of uh, profession, um, what are the four things that you would um, be comfortable you know, with what you do? And I try not to put people in boxes, but mm. hopefully four is enough.
1: Yeah, well, consult, consulting in the business space has been has uh, is, is, is been a real passion for me because it's that outside looking in, and, and, and I have a, and I tell people I says, look, my consulting space covers two really important areas: people and productivity. Because all the other problems in your business, you know, profitability, you know, customer service, they usually just come down to those two particular kind of areas. are so the areas I like working in, yeah. um, because they allow me the, the they allow me the widest berth to utilize everything that I've brought into my life yeah. to create efficiencies and things so that's probably the you know the, the big thing education's been a you know a, a good part of my life or you know been an instructor and uh at the academy and and uh in private education and university and things so it's important i think i don't know if that's the the islander in me that wants to impart the um you know impart my journey yeah and uh and my mistakes you know <laughs> people are like oh we're just trying to teach you new things i'm like i'm just trying to teach you my mistakes <laughs> so that you don't make them all of them you know, and, uh, cause people will probably make them themselves, but you know, if they hear it and go, Oh yeah, John went we'll through this exact same thing. I can shortcut this journey, you know? So, uh, yeah, it, uh, I guess the education space has been kind of my thing, but I, I, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think, I guess that, that'd be, be it. And I'm just, you know, I'm always keen to just get in there and help, you mm-hmm. know, with people. So uh, yeah, but I guess all, all the work I'm in, you know, when I, I typical well, consulting is an easy word because it just kind of encapsulates a lot, yeah. you know, you know, you know, People culture and um, uh, you know, and, you know, it's usually my thing. People culture and productivity. Those are usually it.
0: Love you it, know, it.
1: You'll get yeah. But um, yeah, and then in all the education. I mean, if I if I if I was to just quit everything and just do one thing, it, it probably would be in in, in the teaching space. Because mm. you, know, you can just go out there and be like, this is what I've learned. This is what I've done. Or hey, you know, tr- try this and try that. So. Mm. So, That's all. answers your
0: question. Why not? Doesn't it does. And it, I mean, it's it certainly um probably at a self serving level, which is, look, if I'm honest, the podcast is all self serving. I love it. Mm. I love chatting to people. I love that you can have hundreds of hours of conversations and hack mm. your way into people's lives. But the beautiful kind of offspring is that everyone else gets to share along. And uh, it's just what we, you were talking about teaching. And look, I guess I try and wrap this into 30 seconds, um, quit the full-time job, which is very counterintuitive after just buying the house. Yep. Haven't called my mortgage yep. broker yet to tell, but anyway, we'll, we'll cover that. Uh, hopefully this is after I've done that. If it hasn't, sorry. Um, yep. oh, did I just put my, anyway, leave it all in. Uh, and it's so weird because it's all that counterintuitive nature. Why would you do it in this order? But it feels mm. like a level. And it feels like to have the responsibility of the land you sit on is yours. Uh, You need to kind of, uh, you know, um, I said 30 seconds. I'm totally blowing that Uh, on. Maybe some of these things we go through in life, they help us level up a little bit like a ritual, Mm. if you like to, to go through that. And because I was maybe mentioning before that, uh, you know, the parents wanted a calm lifestyle for me. I understand rest and digest, but too much. Now I need to enter mm. a bit of fight or flight. And this is my ritual now to right. put a little bit of fire under so that mm. I need to, uh, I think I've been walking too slow. And so sure. long Long story short, following uh, a few of these leads. And the day after I quit the full-time job, I got a call to do some teaching um, in the digital technology space. So I've I've been furiously prepping for that and nervous about it, you know, because you have mm. um, kind of like these two schools coming into to the technology Institute that I'll be doing it at. And whew, it's pretty full on, but again, I think it's a, it's kind of meaningful as well because, mm. because it is real. It is me trying to, it's not so obvious if I'm going to be good at it or not. And, mm. and I just like the fact that, um, It probably sounds like I'm not alone in this, you know that that's a Mm. journey many of us have to go through. That whenever you have it all under control, stand by for some other type of issues, maybe something like that, Abraham. Yep. Someone watching this, they're like, "What's my next step?" (laughs) Mm. I'm just thinking if you can go back to one of those moments where you had to take that step forward or that leap of faith or whatever that represents. Is there a moment where you can kind of remember? Yeah, I had to be a little bit brave here.
1: Hmm. I think the the primary thing for me was to getting over the the um, imposter syndrome that affects a lot of people, uh, and that's, am I good enough? And and I think that's the the that's that self destructive you know position that everyone puts themselves in. You know, I'm not good enough, so I gotta go back to the uni. I've gotta study more. I've gotta you know you find all these other not necessarily distractions, but you you find other reasons to delay the first step moving forward. And everyone says, you know, the, the journey happens when you take the first step, but that doesn't happen until you're ready to say, actually, I'm, I'm good enough barefoot. No, you know, no feet, you know, sandals, shoes, whatever, whatever it takes to get to that first step. And I think for me anyway, imparting, you know, knowledge on the people that say, look, you're good enough to take the first step. So do that. And once you, once you do that, you'll come across steps in your journey that says, Now I need more education or now I need need to seek more help from individuals, whatever those um, other steps will be, but you're you're not going to get there. Or at least I didn't get there until I said to myself, I'm actually okay. I'm I'm okay as an individual, as a New Zealander, as a Samoan, as an American, as a, as everything, uh, there's nothing wrong with me now. I don't need to be told, you don't have enough New Zealand experience. You don't have enough of this. You don't have enough of that. No, actually I've got enough because I'm here today and I'm taking the step forward. So that's you know that, uh, that that that's in everything I've done when I'm stepped into you know one of my businesses I launched last year which uh, you know which is a tourism uh, you know visit a tourism experience I've never done tourism other than been a customer mm-hmm. but you know and people going Oh, do you have experience and do you know this do you know that no I'm here now and I'm and I and I know that there's an opportunity here so I'm going to take a step forward Absolutely. and either you're going to be here on the journey or I'll see you eventually and whether you've decided to put yourself at to further down my journey path, which many people have said, Oh, look, if, if you're here in a year, come back and see me. Well, I'm now at that point where people, you know, kind of, you know, all the no's kind of led to, well, no, not knowing that right now. And well, look, I'll say yes at some point. Yeah. You know, and those are just, Hey, can I get a coffee with you? Can, can I get a meeting with you? Tell me, mm. tell you about this business. Um, but if I just listen to those people and if I listen to my self destructive mode, you know, in the past, where it said, Oh, actually, they're right. I'm not good enough to, to take the step, at least one step forward then no journey was what's was going to start anyway, you know, regardless, even if I was going to take that step forward. So without the confidence to say, I am enough right now, uh, then, you know, you, you can be walking yourself down, <laughs> down the wrong path as well.
0: Look, and just to end, man, does it matter if you say I am enough right now out loud or in your mind, do you have to say it out loud? Do you have, you have like, to. you have to like, yeah, like exactly. I'm trying yep. not to be cheesy, but because, yep. you know, getting into that other realm now where everyone's like, whoa, dude, yep. look, I'm happy to hear it, but I ain't going to mm-hmm. play with. But I I think we do need to be brave enough, right, to say I yep. am enough right now. Would that be fair?
1: Yep. Absolutely. I look, I look in the mirror and I just say to myself, "I, I you know, and even this morning when I woke up and I just thought, man, who, who the heck am I getting interviewed by Will? And I just <laughs> showed my shot. I looked at myself and I said, look, just wash your face, put some gel in your hair. And if, you know what I mean? And if if not you, then who? Yeah, no, I'm good enough. You know, and it's not right. Cool. Let's set up the laptop and get myself ready. So you got to say it out loud, yeah. you know, not so that you can believe it or whatnot, but it, because it has to be heard, yeah. you know, it has to be said out loud, so you say it out loud, say it to yourself, have other people say it to you and eventually you'll, 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 you'll be, um, I guess convinced enough to at least take that step forward.
0: Beautiful man. Gosh look i challenge any other content get to this point your content me and john just reached that point we've transcended into the i am enough right now i think um well i think many things bro but one thing i want to say is thank you for um joining us on the podcast for sharing your story keeping it authentic um look and where can people follow you if they want to um check you out or work with you
1: yeah, so you find me on LinkedIn, so just look me up, John Lawal, or I'm on Facebook and Instagram at the John Luau. Um and uh, yeah, and just Google me online, details are there, and look forward to catching up with everyone.
0: Awesome, brother. Well, we're wrapping up in TV land, because you know, they keep me on a tight schedule here, but I want to thank you again, man, and look, I want to chat more. There's many of these things I think we can merge into... Uh, you know, what would you say? Just um, having options for the future, right? I don't, Absolutely. If, you, if, we, if we're if we not listening to COVID, then we will just do what we always did. And guess what? Right. It's coming for you. But if you, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, this works, that doesn't work. I think it's like an immune system, you know, where, yeah. oh, darling, you're interrupting <laughs> my, my big finale. Can you say <laughs> bye to everybody? Bye okay we might have to wrap here yep. all right thanks john thanks everybody we'll touch base soon. thanks man appreciate it